Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Abby. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy November 2nd. Yes. It's November. It's November. Weird. Crazy. Final sprint. The final sprint. It's also very exciting. November is arguably my favorite month of the year. I think some people may say December, but November is it for me. It's when Mm. it really starts feeling like the holidays. You get those warm vibes. It's also your birth month. It's also my birth month. But however, I'm not one of those that celebrates my birth month. I'll like low-key do birth week, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then once my birthday's over, I'm like, okay, it's done. Let's not talk about it anymore. Yeah, I would say my favorite month is June, Mm -hmm. which is also my birth month. Right. But I I think because I was born in the summer and Mm -hmm. I love being outside and I love warmth. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. But I November, get that. November adds up for you. Yeah. I also really love Thanksgiving and I love Thanksgiving food. Mm. And I know some people don't. So what do you guys have at Thanksgiving? We have any and everything you could ever think of. Any so and my mom also is really good at making a turkey. Oh, I feel like that's a hard thing to do. And I- I'm nervous for the day when I have to make the turkey myself. <laughs> I'm also nervous for that day yeah. as well. Well, not you making a turkey. <laughs> you, myself you having to make Thanksgiving dinner. It's just so easy for the turkey to turn out dry. But my mom makes a phenomenal turkey. We have country ham. I love country ham. Mm. Sweet potato casserole is my favorite. Green bean casserole. Love mashed potatoes. Corn pudding. My mom makes a great mm. corn pudding. I always love a good dinner roll. I also love pumpkin pie. Gotcha. I'm a big pumpkin pie girl. Uh, And then, you know, family members bring extra dishes that just add to the mix. But yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. I enjoy it. I feel as if our meals kind of fluctuate because we go to different people's houses Mm -hmm. and we don't have Thanksgiving at I guess that would be probably my grandparents. Yeah. Um, We do have one family that we normally go to every single year and they have lamb chops. Oh, yum. I'm a big fan of the lamb chops. And my grandparents always bring caramel cake. <gasps> and so those are my those are my favorites. Caramel cake sounds so good. I hope there's... I know my grandparents listen to this. So yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, Jesse Priscilla, if you could make caramel cake show up on the dinner table this year, that would be really Please lit. do. Yum. My mom made a caramel cake today for Ooh. my dad's birthday. Awesome. And it looked really good. So that just... I'd, also, I'd happy birthday through the airwaves. Happy birthday, Jeff. Hope you've had a wonderful day. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Lots of fun stuff. But let's talk about what we've gotten into this week. I know. We've already jumped ahead to Thanksgiving in November. It's hard not to. We're so excited about it. And But we just came off of Halloween weekend. Yeah. It's been a crazy time. It really has been. So we actually spent a lot of time together this week. Yeah. <laughs> like almost more than usual maybe. Yeah. Or I feel like the last time we spent this much time together was fashion week. Probably. Yeah. We had events almost every day. Yeah. So I feel like we're about to be just hopping between instead of like, "Hey, what was your week like? What was yours like?" It's yeah. kind of a joint thing today. Yeah. We have a lot of stories together. Lo- so many stories, so much to share. Mhm. Tell the people. Sure. So <laughs> For starters, this I did this alone. As everyone here knows, I love Cycle Bar. 
I accidentally went to two happy birthday Drake rides back to back (laughs) (laughs) and didn't realize like I just didn't look at the schedule. I just showed up to the studio and was like, hey, can you put me on the list? And uh, had no idea I would be listening to the same playlist back to back. I'm not mad about it. However, I just I didn't mentally prepare for an all Drake playlist, let alone the same Drake playlist back to back. Was it the For All the Dogs? For All the Dogs was included. I don't think I don't really like that album. So that was a little bit of a bummer. However, there were some classics in there that I feel like are crowd pleasers like uh, Best I've Ever Had. Mm -hmm. That one was really good. There were a couple of a couple of really good ones, but besides that, I was <laughs> I was real I was confused. I, I was yeah. confused. I also didn't like knowing what was coming. Wait, were there not any Taylor Swift rides this week? Well, it was t- today. We're recording on a Sunday. It was today. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't go. Gotcha. See, I was checking Equinox mm-hmm. nonstop to see if they were going to do a 1989 mm-hmm. ride, yeah. and. I saw a spooky haunted ride. Oh, I wonder like what Halloween themed, like Monster Mash, Thriller, yeah. that sort of a thing. Probably all the big like Halloween, the Halloween track. theme. And I said, "You're gonna play a Halloween ride, but not Taylor Swift. What's going on, guys?" Messed up. But I think that fun. there's going to be another Taylor ride soon. One of my favorite instructors, Maraid, is obsessed with Taylor Swift, and she does like a, a Swifty Sunday quite often. Okay. So I don't think I'm missing out on too much by not being able to go. Gotcha. But yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully that that's coming up this week. And then we went to a, a panel, an all-women's panel at Baker Hostetler. Yes. Called AI and You. Yeah, and you guys know how I feel about artificial intelligence she loves it. i guess some background too because we have to give credit where credit is due yeah. that miss sydney park mm-hmm. uh she is a past miss new york that right. i competed in miss new york when she was giving up her crown so mm-hmm. she was one of the first people i met when i moved here in the city and she posted on her instagram story a few weeks back it's been a while it was early october yeah and said hey i'm having this ai event dm me if you're interested and obviously i slid up on her story and said count me in whatever the event is Mm -hmm. i'm here for it and then i shared it with abby because you also enjoyed miss chat gbt love her and we wanted to learn more we did and i'm so glad we went oh yeah and we rolled up to the law firm mind you abby is dressed so perfectly for this (laughs) event she has on a very chic business suit I don't know why in my <laughs> I work at an agency brain, I was thinking oh, I can like walk up in here with like a cute kind of more business casual outfit, which there at least were some people that eventually started funneling in yes. that were dressed a little bit more casual. But when I walked in that room initially, it was very evident that I was not a lawyer. We were definitely probably the only two women in the room that were not. And the youngest in the room. By far. Yeah. But it was so fun mingling and getting to know people and hearing about their careers. And also, I feel like we shared quite a few nuggets of wisdom with them. Yeah. People were shocked to hear that we're using AI in our everyday lives. Well, something that was interesting from the panel was they say that normally law firms are the last people to adopt new technology. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that you and I being in different fields that we use AI a lot more because our industries are a little bit more forward thinking, obviously. And so us talking about how we like 
use it for email communication communication cleaning things up changing the tone of things their minds were blown absolutely blown on the ways you could use it that's not necessarily like write a legal brief for me Mm -hmm. just like little things to make them sound more professional exactly instead of having to email maybe a work bestie and say hey does this sound right just put it in chat gbt and you can fix it up right then there there's your answer The coolest thing for me was the woman we chatted with after the presentation. Yeah. And I complimented her nails and she said, oh, thank you. A robot did them. I know. For $10. I need to look this up. Crazy. I mean, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. They were very clean, Mm -hmm. very precise, beautiful color for $10. Yeah. Which just tells you like AI is the way of the future. Mm hmm. And I know there are so many people that are scared of it. And I grew up in a technology household. I think I didn't even realize that growing up with a mom with a computer science background, we always had computers in our home. She was always looking at the next thing in order for her to keep her job, Mm -hmm. obviously, that I was raised with the mentality of like, utilize technology the best that you can. It'll help you in your career going forward. I think a lot of people are just scared to implement it into their day to day because they are worried about job security will it yeah will it take over your job will it be your boss someday which they they did dissolve that myth that myth definitely will not it's a robot and it doesn't have emotions and feelings and doesn't necessarily know how to handle human situations yet yet and that's what I try to remind people is my grandparents who were born in the 40s they could have never wrapped their brain around this apple watch that's on my wrist or the phone that I have in my hand and so I think we just have to be ready for whatever direction technology goes. And like, you don't want to be, I don't want to like crap on newspapers or magazines, but you don't want to be in this mindset that you want to hold on mm-hmm. to what is and what was passed and right. what worked and get left behind, you know? Yeah, definitely. But I think it really did. It got me excited for, and I'm going to coin a term that they used, how AI is going to positively disrupt Yes. Our generation and future generations. Yeah. So that was really cool. And I'm glad we went. And then also as we left, we got a goodie bag. (laughs) I forgot about this. And they gave us many JBL speakers. Waterproof. Waterproof. Went right in my shower. See, I have an Alexa in my bathroom. Right. So I can't use it as much. Mm -hmm. But either I'll keep it or I might give it to my mom because she likes going in the pool with her music. And so she might enjoy a waterproof speaker. What a nice it. little re-gifting you know, moment. A little Christmas. Very thoughtful. <laughs> Christmas gift from the law Christmas firm. on a budget. But it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. And I think beyond that, when we left, we just started having more conversations about how, you know, you graduate from college and you stop having professional development opportunities mm-hmm. and even though AI is just like, I mean, of course, it obviously impacts everybody in every industry. Right. It's just one of those things to be in a room with women who just want to learn. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Learn something new, sharpen our skills, network. And it wasn't us doing that with our own companies internally. It was just a great way to get out there and Meet makes some, me excited. Yeah. We really met some awesome women. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad we went. And then... We went back to my apartment, ate dinner, started watching The Golden Bachelor, and then we realized, but we realized that 1989 was coming out at midnight, Mm -hmm. 
And I had plans to fully go to sleep once you left. I was going to go to you sleep. You said you were going yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, I actually can't listen to it with you right now. I'm going to sleep. And I said, I will <laughs> go on uptown. Yeah. And so I showered and I like to listen to music in my shower. And I saw that it was 11.55 and I said to myself, well, maybe I just stay here a little longer. Yeah. I said, let me just open up my Spotify app, be one of the first when it switches to midnight meet me at midnight meet me at midnight (laughs) to click on the album and i'll just i'll just hit a nice little shuffle and i'll just Mm -hmm. listen to a couple songs and then i'll go to bed that was so silly that was so silly of me why did i think i was only gonna listen to a couple of songs yeah i got hooked see i didn't listen to any taylor when i got home Mm -hmm. that was smart my panic my red panic Mm -hmm. was that my rent the runway subscription started over on the 27th and I hadn't ordered my second bag for the month of October and it was about to be the weekend no well well, that's usually I would have missed a bag I would have like I would have only done one swap that month oh yeah that would have sent me into a panic and so then I like go on the internet and I'm like freaking out it's I get into my apartment it's like 11 53 and I'm like I have eight minutes to order (gasps) rent the runway bag And all the panic was for nothing because it doesn't change over until Pacific time. Yeah. So I had. I didn't know that. I actually had till 4 a.m. to order the bag, which now I will no longer have that red panic anymore. But I stayed up trying to pull together my bag, which I ordered to your home because I I can't order things to my apartment. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to receive them. Much more security. Manny will always grab your rent the runway bag and, and put we it in love the closet. Manny, the doorman. We're huge Manny fans over here. We're but, huge Manny fans in this house. Yes, we are. But ne- nevertheless, I ended up listening to 1989 at Trader Joe's the next morning. What a great way to spend your time. It was good. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. We went into it with no plans at first. No. Except the well, party. we had plans. We had one party. Plan. Yeah, we had plans. But we didn't have an overall substantial Halloween Friday plan. Mm-hmm. And so my friend Ann calls me and she's like, hey, girl, what are you doing? And I said, funny you ask, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then we just ended up kikiing at Ann's apartment with her roommate Elizabeth and her boyfriend and her friend Olivia. And it was so fun. Yeah. It was a, a great little positive group. Took we dramatic photos on the roof. Took dramatic photos on the roof. What a great supportive group during yes. during photo time. And then we hopped around quite a bit and ended up at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> what a place to end our On the Lower East Side. From your homeland, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. I hadn't had it since middle school, probably. I... I feel like when I go home, for some reason, I eat KFC. I like it. I like it. I just, I hadn't, it's just not something that. Yeah, it's is, not really available. It's just not a destination. True. You know? Yeah. It's like, I would ha- actually have to go out of my way. That's that's fair. You know? Yeah. But I had a, I really enjoyed it. I'm thrilled for you. Yeah. Did you ever eat yours? I tried to, and then I. I think my body just didn't want it. Your body rejected. She did. The colonel. But what it didn't reject <laughs> was the empanada mamas the next night. Oh, And that's baby. me jumping ahead. That's me who, jumping ahead. Who cares? Because we love empanada mama. Um, So we 
the next night we went to Queens to Alex and Chris's apartment and um, had a silly little time there. I think my favorite part of that night was Gabby and Chuck's entrance. Oh, yes. John Wilkes Booth and Abraham Lincoln. And then another Abe Lincoln walked in the room. And that was insane. And George Washington. And George Washington. Lots of historical figures. (laughs) An American affair. American horror story, one would say. Very true. But um, no, Gabby's outfit was iconic. It was Um, iconic. We also had the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Lots of variations Mm -hmm. from that. A golden ticket, invitation. An invitation. It was really exciting. I had two sandwiches. Mm, Yes. Chris was such a great host. I'm like, I actually want Alex and Chris listen, but... I think that there's such a difference between adult parties and college parties Mm -hmm. in the sense that in college, it's like BYOB, bring your own like beverages, come every man for themselves. Like we, this is not a communal situation. Whatever Mm -hmm. you buy food or drink wise is yours, not the communities. And Chris always comes through with the snacks, the food, the wraps, although they did have a failed chocolate fountain. And you know what? There's always next year. There is always next year. But the bubble machine made an appearance. That was fun. It was really, it was just like a, a great night. They had a costume, cost, a costume contest. Say that three times fast. Costume times contest. Fast. Con- <laughs> I can't even can't. try. I thought I could do it. I thought I could do it. Okay. Um, but no, it was like super fun. Yeah, it was. And it was just like, I think you and I both had the consensus. So at the end of the night that our bodies just needed to go home. And you know what? We got in an Uber with Manuela and Maddie. We did. Went to Hell's Kitchen. Went to Hell's Kitchen, got some empanada mama, and then took our little booties home. And let me tell you, when I got home and I took my everything shower, my girl shower. Girl shower. <laughs> and I had just gotten a new body wash, so that felt really nice, too. It was like a little treat. Mm-hmm. And then I sat on my bed and I ate my little empanadas while watching The Great British Baking Show. I was happy. I am so I'm happy smiling for you. right now just thinking about it. Now I kind of want another empanada. Those are so I do too. Good. Like maybe I'm getting that for dinner tonight because I can't go all the way down. No, it's a little bit more convenient for me. That or I might walk to Tiki Check. Mm. Maybe I could bribe you. You actually probably could because I need to go to the grocery store. So after this, I was going to have to go to the grocery store to get stuff to make dinner. So that actually might be ideal. A hot dog or a chicken sandwich. I think it's a chicken sandwich. Or we can go to Asians. I've never been. I feel like we have to go during the week, though, for happy hour. Okay. You can't go on the weekend. Yeah, I've never been at nighttime. Well, we'll schedule. We'll schedule. We'll schedule. But yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Oh. A big chunk of it. Yeah, and then... Oh, yeah, This morning... This morning, I went to pop-up bagels with Alexa. And I really love pop-up bagels. The issue is the line. So I've only also is her roommate. Yes. 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 And so I've only been twice, but those bagels are seriously so phenomenal. I would just eat it with nothing on it. Wow. Plain, like just bagel only. However, I like a schmear. So we got salt bagels. A salt bagel is my favorite bagel. I just don't eat it often because the sodium is insane. So we got salt and sesame and the cream cheeses were delish. So that was a great little way to start the day. And then I spontaneously <laughs> got a another piercing. You're brave. 
braver than me. I just, I'd been talking about it a little bit and the woman, Yolanda, if, if you ever want a piercing, go to Adina Eden because Yolanda is just such a kind, wonderful, beautiful soul. We had a great conversation. We now follow each other on Instagram. She's wonderful. So it just felt like the right time, the right scenario. And I'm really glad I did it. It was a nice little spontaneous decision and not one that I normally would have made. So, yeah, I yeah. love that for you. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out you got to enjoy the warm weather this weekend more I than did. me as I was confined to my home on Saturday and um, by choice but also not by choice your body but didn't want you my to body leave. i literally put on a whole outfit to try to leave because it was what, 80 degrees outside yeah it was phantom summer phantom summer. that's what i'm calling it love it but it was so warm it was so warm i really did en- enjoy my hot girl walk yeah i took like fifteen thousand steps or something crazy she's a runner she's a track star she's a runner she's a track star <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. think my few things, I mean, obviously, Abby and I spent a lot of time together, but from more of a professional standpoint, um, it is that time of year, end of year reviews, mm-hmm. and I just spent a lot of time to start pulling together like what my contributions to my division, my company have been, um, also working with my mentor one Mm -hmm. thing that I love about our company is that they offer a lot of mentoring like formal mentor processes and they are so intentional about the matching process and I got matched up with a marketing um, director over on the fashion side which I've talked about a little bit on the podcast she Mm -hmm. gave me a lot of access to fashion week and opened me up to her network on that end of our company but our mentor program actually ended this week. It's been six months, which I cannot believe the time went by so fast. But we met almost every single month um, since early spring. And I've gotten to go to her office and go to lots of events. And now we're kind of like going through the process of preparing for me to do like my first like real big girl end of year review. Yay. Um, where I actually can put out there the salary that I want to see I can put out there like the promotion I would hope for and I guess it's like I don't know like you can only you have to advocate for yourself and unless you speak it out loud unless you show people the metrics and the things you've done it's like no one's going to do it for you also people can't read your mind no they can't you You gotta let them know and but it's it's such a fine line to ride for someone at my age too Mm because It's like you need the proof on paper, which I got. I got some proof on paper. She's got the receipts. I have the receipts of what my job is valued at the company now, um, which gives me some leverage. Mm -hmm. But I also know the contributions I've given to the team and how I've gone over and beyond. Um, And I mean, I guess the goal of it is to prove that you're kind of hard to replace. So it's like if you kind of scared them in a way of like, oh, wow, if Caitlin were to leave, we'd be kind of screwed up. Yep. Then it's like, oh, we definitely need to we pay need her Caitlin. more so she doesn't go to another company. But when you're 24 years old, it's like a little bit harder to say that in a way that feels respectful. Um, but also it's you standing up for yourself. Absolutely. I'm very proud of you. And I'm excited to see where this leads you because you really are prepared for this. I'm I'm gearing up. You're gearing up. I'm like mind, body and soul. Well, it's like I want to give them the least amount of reasons to say no. Absolutely. As like, you should. Anytime they're like, well... There's always going to be an example of why. 
you know of course so that's my 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 not my roundup. <laughs> well, I'm already getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Your catch up. My catch up, and I guess that's a great segue into the roundup. The uptown roundup. Yeah. You want to go first? Sure. So there's a rumor going around that Taylor Swift is going to be in the third Deadpool movie. Oh. Here is the evidence. Obviously, she's really good friends with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. She's even borrowed Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool costume before for Halloween. However, Hugh Jackman, who is supposed to be the Wolverine in Deadpool 3, she's also been seen with him. Taylor Swift has also been seen with the director of Deadpool 3, and he also played Sadie Sink's dad in the All Too Well Mm. short film. And then she was seen coming out of Bradley Cooper's apartment with Blake Lively. There's a small rumor going around that he may be in it as well. So everything is adding up to me that Taylor Swift is going to be in Deadpool 3. There's also a character that is a pop star in Deadpool and she's tall and has blonde hair. So, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. The Anyways, dots are connecting. Yeah, and if you are a superhero movie fan and a Taylor Swift fan, this is this is your Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's exciting stuff. And Unless then Travis Kelsey actually goes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Then that is your which Super could Bowl. would that literally is the Swifty be Super Bowl. The yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> I think my dream is Travis Kelsey playing in the Super Bowl while Taylor Swift headlines it. That would be wild. I I I mean, and we, also I would love that. Yeah, we, I mean we talked about Super Bowl when Usher was announced. And we're like Usher, Usher question mark. <laughs> but I mean, eventually Taylor will do it. Yeah, I think she will too. And maybe the KC Chiefs will be there. We have a lot of Chiefs friends, like fi- like fans of the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm like, I it would be iconic for specifically my friend Manuela, who's mm-hmm. a huge Swifty and Casey fan. Yeah. So. Really only, exciting Only stuff. time will tell. Only time will tell. And then Britney Spears' new tell-all book has come out. Already a bestseller, of course. I haven't read it yet. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be pretty juicy. And also, just a, something that I think is kind of random michelle williams is the voice yeah. on the audiobook i feel like more people are listening to it than they're actually reading it i think so maybe that'll be an activity for me over the holidays on the vial files they were saying i think it was nick he was like britney actually like sounds really good on the audiobook like she sounds very sane and someone was like it's, it's not, not britney it's not her <laughs> it's because it's not britney i don't think she could do it no i love her to death but like we're friends or something but <laughs> I don't Besties. think I don't think she's capable of sitting down that long to record her own book. No, that would be quite the feat. But that's what I've got. Okay, mine's mine's pretty short. A little reality TV as always. Um, Love it. You know, we're getting close to the end of Golden Bachelor, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, hometowns are next week. There's only three women in hometowns, so three women went home this last week, which was really heartbreaking it was hard to watch Mm. um you could definitely tell that there were some bonds that were very very tight um one i know you haven't seen the end of the episode i haven't i'll watch it tonight yeah but one of the women who went home she had already said that she was falling in love with him oh no i know who you're talking about i don't think you do i actually don't think you do really because multiple women have said that they're falling in love with him. Well, the one that's most fresh in my mind, blonde. What's her name? Ellen. 
I'm not going to say anything. Ugh. I can't spoil it for you. Okay. But if you've watched it, then you know. And if you haven't watched it, this is no spoiler. But one of the women does go home and it's very emotional because she had already voiced that. She was really excited to introduce him to all of her family and her grandchildren. That makes me so sad. So I'm really kind of just like wondering how the rest of this goes because he's going to meet all of these women's families, mm-hmm. which is a lot different when you're younger doing it, like right. meeting the dad or the the mom. But he's meeting their Kids. grandchildren and their children and all the people that are important in their life. And then from there, I'm like, how do we get to fantasy suites? Like, how is that going to work? I just feel like everything's been really sweet and wholesome so far. And right. I think the emotions are just so high now. So I wonder, are there only going to be two people in fantasy suites then? I guess so. I'm interested to see how that all plays out. Well, I they they showed in the preview for next week, the three women were at a rose ceremony together okay. after hometowns. So, it's, so there must, yeah. Yeah, so only two people go to the fantasy suite. I'm sure I they're going to- that's gonna, a good thing. Yeah, I think they'll probably like morph it together and do fantasy suite and then them meeting his family mm-hmm. and then an engagement. So we're like, I just got chills. Will they do a women tell all? I hope so. They've got to do a women tell all. I need Caitlyn Jenner back on my screen. I want Kathy versus Teresa. I want I want us to break that down with Jesse Palmer. We've got to break it down. So yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. And then Big Brother. Um, right. I know. 12 days. Only 12 days left in the house. By the time this goes out, it'll probably it'll be less than 10 days. Mm. And it's like if you're a Big Brother fan, 90 days, when you first start the journey of watching the season, you're like, there's no way we're ever going to get to the end of the show. Um, but if you make it past the 60-day mark and you're still watching three days a week, it's a, it's a miracle to make it to these last Major days. Major um, but I'm really excited to see how it shapes out. I have no idea who's going to win this season, which is that's fun. Like first for me, yeah. Um, but we'll see. I'm deciding to take the leap for Celebrity Big Brother. Yes, in the this spring. spring, you've inspired me. It's I'm going to so do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make the commitment. I'm excited for you, and I think I'm really going to look forward to it. And I'll make it a priority in my life. It has to be. It has to be. But I'm going to have to write it. I'm going to have to do a Google Calendar alert. Yeah. Because it's also like you can't get behind. Right. If you miss a week, you've missed three episodes. You've missed it. Um, And three hours is a lot to catch up on. Slash if you follow any of the accounts and stuff. Then like spoilers, obviously. Right. But yeah, that's uh, Uptown Roundup. Glamour and Grit. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. So my glamour is... Like I mentioned, today is my dad's birthday, and I FaceTimed him first thing when I woke up this morning, and it was just such a wonderful way to start my day, such a great conversation. My dad is a really silly guy, and I like to say I get my silliness from him, and so it was just so fun, so wholesome, so positive, and I really enjoyed starting my day that way, talking about his birthday, his plans with my mom, his weekend. They kind of celebrated all weekend. They got to spend time with their good friends all day on Friday, which is so fun that they did that and took the time to do that. So that was pretty cool. Just really wonderful overall. And then my grit, I talked about last week, how I meal prep and it prepares me for my week. And last week I made this it's i it's like called egg roll in a bowl and mm. that's just the easiest way to refer, refer it or right refer yeah. to it yeah refer to it and egg so 
egg roll in a bowl. And so it's really high in protein. So I had like ground chicken, egg, cabbage, carrots, and then you do like sesame oil and peanut sauce. It's really yummy. Mm-hmm. However, my cabbage went bad Aww. so quickly. That's rough. And it was really upsetting. It genuinely made me sad because it was delish. And then I was out of lunch for the rest of the week. And it was just sad. That so is the worst. That's my grit. When food goes bad before you think it will, and you like are already mentally prepared, like this is going to be a great meal. That happens to me with salmon sometimes. Oh, yeah. And I'll like push it maybe like one extra day, and mm-hmm. then I smell it, and yeah, then I've already... It's not even that bad. It's just like slightly off and I'm like, nah. I can't do it. The worst part was that I'd already packed it for lunch to take to work and I didn't realize it had gone bad until I was Aww. at work. And it was so sad. Yeah. I'm over it now. I, I'm clearly well, not over it. She's not. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. But this week I've meal prepped chicken salad. There's no way that goes bad. Ooh. Yeah, with grapes and apples. I like to do a little sweetness on I, chicken salad. I just really aspire to have your lifestyle. I'm working towards it. <laughs> I'm like the meal prepping, all of your self-care techniques last week. I listened back to it, obviously, because I added the episode. But right. as I was editing, I was like, God, I got to get it together. <laughs> It like sounds like I have it together, but so many, you know, those are the things that keep me sane though. However, I will say. Yeah. It's my least favorite thing when people say like, oh my God, you're thriving. Like, I feel like I get that all the time. People are like, you're thriving and like you have this podcast and like Mm -hmm. you have pageants and you have a great job. Like if you were in the weeds. We literally have the same life. (laughs) <laughs> getting my master's at least i'm like yeah i'm a, in an online program i'm just out here doing mm-hmm. the bare minimum well and you're like i'm about to go get my mba from nyu <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i i'm just getting this master's because i have pageant money i cannot let disappear but um no i hate when people say i'm thriving and i'm like if you were in the weeds every single day and you saw just the mess that is mm-hmm. my life sometimes you would be like Oh, getting off no the train. New Yorker is thriving. No, getting off the train, holding three separate bags, sweating because you had to walk all the way through the station to get to your train. Yeah. The train is jam packed. It's just it's just hard to thrive. Sometimes. All the in between moments are really the city is really like always just trying to get you in some way. Truly. But I'll transition to my grit. I actually didn't even think about this as a grit until you brought up lunch. Mm-hmm. That somehow I missed that we have free lunches on Thursday at work. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny when you. <laughs> my coworker, my coworker Peter walks in and he has Bondi sushi, which is like if you live in New York City, you're like, oh my god, that's super expensive sushi. Yeah, it's and I was also like, where really is yummy. that from? And he said, oh, I did you not order yourself one? And I said, no, I'm not on this email chain. So he's getting me hooked up with that. So I, I guess I'll get free lunch now going forward. Thank but you, I'm like, Peter. how did I miss this? Because we used to do, um, like a like a line. Like mm-hmm. there would they would have like a buffet type situation every week. And yes. I said, okay, yeah, I'll come in and eat. But now it's like you have to order it two days in advance. That's where they get you. That's how they get you. And it also like makes you mentally prepare at the beginning of the week that you're going to have to come in the office right. on Thursday. So they're like, so if we go ahead and make people go ahead and place their order early in the week, then even if they don't want to come, they're going to say, oh, well, I already ordered food. Right. So at the point where now my boss is wanting to go in on Thursdays and the company's kind of cracking down on this four days a week, which I don't really know how I feel about it, but 
whatever um i might as well get a free meal you might as well and it sounds like they're feeding you well yeah it's good food right so that that was a grit that i didn't really have planned but it just was brought to my attention through your struggle which i'm really sorry about but <laughs> thank you um my <laughs> my plan grit was just like sleep so i think i've been really proud of myself that i've been going to bed at a better time mm-hmm. and so even on the weekends when i don't even have anywhere to be the next day i'm still been going to bed at a decent time right and this weekend because of halloween I just this we went to bed at like three four a.m. on Friday night, and I don't know I I don't know if that's just me getting older now and not being able to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. No, it's rough. I feel nauseous when I'm mm-hmm. up at that time. I was feeling so ill, it was and horrible. it wasn't from anything I was consuming because I really like didn't consume. Well, I had KFC and that, yeah, but you know, it was just <laughs> <laughs> it like. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, your body has been up for way too long. Please yeah. go to sleep. It wasn't well. It wasn't good. And I I was even more mad because we had stayed up so late on Friday and then the weather was so beautiful on Saturday. And I've been so used to waking up on Saturday morning early and can walk around and enjoy. And of mm-hmm. course, like our random burst of sunshine day, I'm exhausted and am confined to home. So yeah. it's okay. Um, but glamour is my mom will be here next week which is exciting and jam-packed weekend of fun it it will be um (laughs) truly um but mom normally only comes in town for pageant stuff Mm -hmm. and so it'll be cool for us just to like go to tiki chick i told her we're going to empanada mama's because my thing is, it's like we can't eat out every meal. That's no. something that we simply cannot afford. But what I can do is be like, let's go get my $13 fried rice. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the happy hour Asians. Let's go get our $5 tiki chick. Let's no? go get our $5 empanadas. Our, our $5 empanadas. And I was like, you know what? There's like, we're always, when she's here, we're always so confined with our time mm-hmm. that I don't ever get to just take her to my favorite places, which I'm cheap. And so my favorite places are cheap places. Yeah. And so I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. That'll be really fun. Pam in the city. Pam in the city. I told her to order and rent the runway back here oh. so she can have the full experience. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm like, you're not in New York visiting me without a rent the runway Without bag. a rent the That's ridiculous. So that's my glamour. Wonderful. Okay. What's in your Amazon storefront this week? It is getting a little bit chillier, mm-hmm. even though this last weekend was warm. And it is so cold in the office. Mm-hmm. So I have ordered myself a mini heater for my Wonderful. desk. <laughs> That's perfect. Because I'm like, why would I freeze if I don't have to? Until until the building tells me I have to take it home, mm-hmm. I will just do it and hope that I don't get in trouble. Right. You're going to be more productive if you're comfortable. Absolutely. If you're sitting there shivering. I won't I won't want to be there. No. I already don't like sitting under those fluorescent lights. Ugh. So don't let me like have to send it to sit under those lights and be cold. Exactly. This is very Gen Z of me. <laughs> like capitalism will not have me cold. <laughs> you just want to be comfortable in your in your space, and I respect that. Yeah, I think that's great. How about you? I've got my eye cream mm. in the Amazon storefront today. It's a Cerave repairing firming eye cream. I love it. It is so affordable. I have had a few conversations with different people over the past week 
about eye cream randomly enough. And so I've been putting them on because I think a lot of times when we talk about skincare, think about skincare, we think, oh gosh, these products are so expensive. All the good stuff is so expensive. If I want my skin to look like this, I'm going to have to buy the expensive products. And no, 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 this is not true. So let me put you on to my $17 eye cream. It's wonderful. My little tube lasts like two months. $17 every two months. Sign me up. Yeah. So hop on it. I also, in that vein, um, I use Curology, mm-hmm. which is a subscription for like facial cleansers and they have a dermatologist that makes you like a blend yep. um, for your face as well. And the box is like $60 and it lasts me three months. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's easy because I know like I'm not going to run out of it. It's always going to show up to my home. It also has pimple patches in there too. So I never run out of p- pimple patches. Awesome. And it comes with a chapstick too. Oh, so I'm nice. like, if you are someone like me, I naturally am not inclined to go purchase beauty products. And that is definitely up Abby's alley. I love it. Um, and you just simply need, you're like, I need to grow up. I need to wash my face every day. I need to have clean skin and and do more than just like a rag on your face because that's not cleaning your face. It's not. No, your skin is so important. Protect that barrier. Yeah. Please. Or you're going to regret it later in life. You're going to regret it. I really am proud of myself for prioritizing my skin Mm -hmm. over the past year and it really has paid off and it is not, you do not have to buy the most expensive products to have nice skin. Yeah. So that is my rant on skincare. No. And I I think that this is a good segue because obviously we're going to talk about like 24 like tips, advice, things at 24 mm-hmm. since this is the birth week of Miss Abigail Hudson Quammen. Yes. A-H-Q. Government name. A-H-Q. <laughs> um, and just like as a precursor, I think I don't have it on my list, but obviously taking better care of my like skin, whether it's sunscreen mm-hmm. or facial wash or lotion. Yep. Like that is called growing up. It absolutely is. So I think it's time we dive into 24 goals and tips and all of the things for our 24th year on this earth. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So my first goal for this year for myself is to submit to spontaneity more often. I'm a planner. I like to know what's going on. But I also do like to do spontaneous things and have fun. I just don't let myself do it often enough. And I almost never regret it. Mm -hmm. So like today, when I got my piercing, that was so spontaneous of me. It was the most random text I've received. Actually, no. The most random text I received from you was the child spitting on your foot outside of the Natural <laughs> History Museum. Yeah, that takes the cake. Because <laughs> I, I stopped myself in my tracks. But I was just sitting here in my apartment in the dark and I said, oh, she's got another piercing. A picture of Abby's ear. <laughs> there it is. But I'm really happy with it. It's a little like teardrop shape under my cartilage piercing that was already there. And so it's nothing crazy. Don't panic, mom. It's very cute and tasteful. It is. I would have told you I was concerned if it was not. Correct. So. Okay. That was number one for me. Love it. Yeah. My first one is very Caitlin practical to Mm -hmm. focus on networking across your industry. I feel like at 24, it's an interesting spot, right? When you're in college, 
you're constantly being told network, 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 network. Get the internship, get the first job. If you're 24 and kind of have that traditional college, like I graduated undergrad, I went straight into the workforce. You've probably been working for like two to three years at this point. And networking doesn't feel as critical because you're starting Mm -hmm. to see what trajectory you want to go down career-wise. And I think that it's still so important to realize that you can change your mind. Absolutely. You could could realize that like you could love something one day and then a few months in be burnt out and say, actually, I don't like this. And in that moment, you're going to say, who can help me out of the situation? And if you don't, still network and if you don't have mentors across the industry then there's no one to ever help you pivot yep so I kind of felt myself in a in a drought of reaching out to have mentors and now I've like started picking back up on it I think that's a great one absolutely relationships are at the center of everything we do so we have to prioritize those including networking yes okay number three Number three is utilizing my planner. Like I said, I like to plan. However, I don't utilize my planner enough, Mm. which honestly frustrates me because at the beginning of every year, I purchase a beautiful embossed planner with my government name on it that I'm always so proud of and so excited to purchase. But I don't use it as often as I, I need to be using it every week. I need to put it into my Sunday routine, opening up my planner, writing down all my meetings, things I need to get done, and using the things that I purchase. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like a waste of money. It's also so beautiful. Why would I not use it? Do you have a work planner versus personal planner? It's my personal planner. Okay. See, I struggle because I have a work planner, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, it's hard for me to have two different, basically, notebooks. Mm. See... When I'm planning stuff for all my work stuff is on my computer Uh, and it's all connected to like Google Calendar and things like that. That's just how I work best in that environment. But personally, I need to write my stuff down. Gotcha. And uh, so this year I'm going to be utilizing my planner a lot more often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I need to pick up on having my planner for personal stuff too. Absolutely. I think it's important. It helps you prioritize self-care. Yeah. Yeah little to-do list in there also just I've noticed when I write things down like text this person this week I'll do it yeah you know you're more likely to do it if you write it down right hey my number four is to actually get a full night's rest as I mentioned earlier in the episode I have so many connecting pieces on this one so far I feel like when I was younger, I could just do it all, right? And I know my, my mother is laughing at me right now. Like, yeah, this is what I told you would happen. You yep. get older and you get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Your body can't do the same things it used to. And I used to just be able to like wake up at four o'clock in the morning and like work out and then study and then run across campus and stay out like late at night at a date party. And now I'm like, work just wears me out alone, mm-hmm. yet alone all my like side things I do. Yep. So I feel like learning how to like put the phone down, learning how to turn the TV off. If you're going to be up, like let it be something like reading a book mm-hmm. um, to help you wind down and actually getting the eight hours because your body just cannot survive on less than that. Absolutely not. I think that is wonderful. So healthy yeah. and a great tip. Number five is 
making my lists more aesthetically pleasing. And let me tell you what has inspired this goal for me. My Christmas list. I put a lot of effort into my Christmas list this year, making it fun, making it exciting. And when I tell you I've gone back and watched my Christmas list video. (laughs) She has. So many times. I mean it. And it is now seared into my brain. I have not forgotten a single thing I put onto that list because it was fun and exciting. And I think if I put my to-do lists, my grocery lists, any list into a more fun format, I will be sticking to it and utilizing it a lot more often. And for background, I just need everyone to know that my Christmas list is a PowerPoint and video form. It is. With pop-ups and music. I was shown this video on a crosswalk in the Upper East Side. I said, oh my gosh, let me show you what I did today. She said I needed to stop in in my tracks in the middle of a crosswalk and watch, and I watch said, it. I said, I got to show you this right now. But it was well worth my time. It Thank was you. very aesthetically pleasing. And I, I wanted to buy something for you. <laughs> Might buy okay. you the candle. <laughs> Wonderful. Abby wants a candle like mine because I have a coffee candle. Mm-hmm. But my coffee candle is from a specific boutique in my hometown of Silicaga. Yeah. So maybe I'll just <laughs> I would love gift. that. I will say the candle that I put on there, it's the Bodega Coffee Candle from mm. Literary. I have smelled it real life in person before and it is quite wonderful. So I know that I would enjoy it. However, I do love your candle. I, um, it was inspired by at least. I'll be in contact with your family. Wonderful. I'll make sure it's not a double purchase if I get it. <laughs> awesome love it and speaking of family boundaries Mm. boundaries with your family your friends your coworkers. I feel like especially at this like younger age it's hard to tell people no it's like you're dealing with so many changes and dynamics with people in your life and it's like your friends it's your first time maybe being away from friends from college or high school or the people you grew up with and you're having to navigate like I can't be on the phone with you every single night Mm -hmm. or I can't like stay up super late and then with your family if you're like Abby and I we moved to another side of the country and it's like so when my mom or my grandparents call I feel like I need to just like stop everything Mm -hmm. because I can imagine it's a hard like withdrawal from them knowing that I'm not just to drive away you know and then also coworkers too it's like having that boundary of like what's work time what's fun time and when you're young too you feel like you always have to answer the phone you do you feel like you always have to drop it and say okay I I need to respond to this email I need to immediately do this task and I think you just have to take a step back and say can this wait and not just lead out of anxiety and stress of like if I don't do it I've failed someone because that is not the reality so set boundaries wonderful we all need to set boundaries what was that was that six it was six yes seven read books more often that are not my normal go-to I love to read the people know this however I feel like I oftentimes sit within a certain genre and the books that are piled up in my room are all the same sort of a rom-com vibe or I'll do all memoirs it's really like rom-coms and memoirs for me (laughs) and I self-help yeah or self-help and yeah I'm reading self-help right now too as much as I love those books and how much they excite me to read I think it would be really healthy for me to expand that list and challenge myself to get into reading stories and hear from voices that I don't normally have in my routine. Agreed. I actually got scared when I went to the library 
scared might be a weird word to use. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? I was like, ah, oh, I feel like I have to pick up like a, a rom-com self-help. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I scared of just like fiction? Why? I don't, I don't know. Like just like a good story. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's on my list too. For example, I'm reading the ballads of songbirds, the ballad of songbirds and snakes right now. Ugh. I'm and so it's excited. so good, but I normally wouldn't gravitate towards a book like that. A book like that. And I don't know why, because I loved the Harry Potter books. I loved the Hunger Games series. I really enjoyed the Divergent series. Why wouldn't I pick that up? Yeah. If I if ten year old Abby enjoyed that, twenty four year old Abby will probably enjoy it as well. And she does. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be on that trend with you too. I'm I can't wait. Okay, number eight. Number eight. Yes. This one also comes from the great Sydney Park, mm-hmm. who we talked about earlier in the episode. All my points have connections. Yes. Sydney, when she was Miss New York, um, she told us this at our orientation right before the state competition. She was like, learn the difference in your life between glass and plastic balls and learn how to juggle them. Basically, she made the point that not everything in your life can be a glass ball, mm-hmm. meaning like, if that ball hits the ground, it shatters and, and it's it's not okay. Where like plastic balls, like they might hit the ground. They're not going to break. They'll just bounce back up. And it's important to know what those different categories are in your life. And, and realize that sometimes you're going to drop that mm-hmm. plastic ball. You cannot have all of those balls going at the same time and expect to juggle them seamlessly. And so realizing and almost giving yourself grace that it's mm-hmm. like okay to drop a ball in your life. It's okay for something not to be your priority or to get a hundred percent of your time. It is not the end of the world. It's a very mature thing to recognize. Very. Um, but it's like taking those glass balls really seriously. Mm-hmm. I really love that one. And I feel like I've incorporated it into my life. So thank you, Sydney, for that. You're wonderful and so wise. So wise. And Num- very silly also. So <laughs> silly. <laughs> very. Um, number nine. Prioritize. Pri- oh, got ahead of myself. Prioritizing friendships with new people. I think it is so easy to stay within your comfort zone and only talk to and only hang out with and only share thoughts with the people that are in your immediate circle that you're, I guess, comfortable with. However, there are so many really wonderful, cool opportunities to make friends and connect with new people who have so much to add to your life. So why wouldn't you prioritize them and want to nurture that friendship as well? I agree. So I'm definitely going to be doing that in year 24 because there have been a lot of great people that have come into my life recently and I feel like I haven't been nurturing that relationship and helping it grow in the way that it could. Yeah. The potential and the opportunities are endless of who you might meet in this life. Definitely. Especially if you live in a place like New York. Yes, for sure. You never know. And everyone wants friends, so. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Yes? Ten. Ten. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, these numbers are... So, Abby's list, we have our list separate, so it's like one through (laughs) twelve, one through twelve. One through twelve. And so my brain's like, which one's which? Um... It's kind of ironic. You were like, you want to meet more people and mm-hmm. diversify your friends. And mine is, be okay with being alone <laughs> <laughs> and sitting in the silence. I'm an only child, so I I feel like I was forced to adapt and understand how to be alone a lot. Definitely. Um, 
But I feel like adulting, especially if you live alone, is realizing that your life doesn't suck if you're spending a night in, like a Friday or Saturday, and that you can still romanticize your life and have a fun time Mm -hmm. by yourself. You really can. Something that my friend MCAT, MCAT making another appearance, sent to me recently. We've all heard of FOMO, but have you heard of JOMO? The joy of missing out. (laughs) It's when you... I don't know why my brain thought Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) A phrase coined by Joe Biden. No, it was just a meme. But it was there was this picture of this guy who looked like he was kicking his feet. He was laying down. He had headphones on. He was smiling. He was all alone. JOMO, the joy of missing out. Spending time by yourself and staying in and being happy about it. Love that. Okay. 11. Bi-weekly budgeting. Specifically bi-weekly because I get paid bi-weekly. Same. So when my paycheck hits my account, I need to go through and kind of allocate how much money am I going to set aside for fun? How much do I need for groceries and food this week? How much do I need for bills? And how much am I going to have over to put in my savings? I have not been the greatest at that recently, unfortunately. Same. And it has come back to bite me. I was doing really well for a while, but then I stopped prioritizing it, which was stupid. So. Not stupid. It, but I, it really, I, it put me in a pinch a couple of times. Yeah. Learning um, lessons. Yeah. So uh, when I get paid this week, I am going to do that. And I'm going to do it bi-weekly. I I was just going to say I'm going to put a reminder on my phone. Yeah. It's like just active budgeting. Yeah. Not like a thing you do once a year like you're mentally thinking of. Right. Also, an app that I use is Copilot. Mm -hmm. And it puts all of your like your credit card, debit card, any investments. You can put it all in there. Okay. And you can set like goals for how much you want to spend each month and it's a widget on my phone so when I open Mm. it and I swipe one time I can see if I'm under budget or over budget and I know if I need even if I like slack and don't check my bank account which is a very privileged thing to say I realize that but if even if I'm just kind of like swiping my card without thinking about it I will at least see the widget and say oh I need it back down Mm. I gotta like no going out this week we gotta get it back underneath that line yeah I think that's great I will be downloading Copilot. 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 Okay, number 12. Mm-hmm. Call your family, especially your like older loved ones. I saw a TikTok recently that said like if you knew how many more times you would see or talk to like your grandparents or something mm-hmm. like that, you would probably call and see them a lot more than you actually do. Because especially wow. for me, like I live so far away from them. And I mean, I probably talk to my grandparents. I try once a week, but at least every other week. And if I think about like, I'm <laughs> like, they're listening to this, like, wow, just like make it seem like we're dying or something. <laughs> but, but like, if you really like knew the day that they were going to die, like, would you prioritize the amount of times you called them differently? Like, if I only come home once a year and they're, like, 80. Yeah. Like, how many more times am I going to physically see them and hug them? Right. And when you think about it from, like, a, oh, I, I I could possibly know their timeline and how many times I have left to see them, you'd, you'd do it more. Absolutely. I really, really like that one. I only have one grandparent left, mm-hmm. and I definitely need to call her more often and let her know what's going on in my life. Yeah. So I'll be utilizing that. Tell her to listen to the pod if she wants. I don't think she knows how. Hey, my mom got my grandparents set up. 
she is <laughs> she is like Actually, 90 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> my grandmother told me one time she she and my granddad were trying to listen to me in their car and then for some reason they couldn't get us like off the loop uh-huh. and so they listened just like every time they get in the car our episode would just pick back up so they were just listening to our episodes for days. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, thank you for boosting our ratings. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. It's at least it's <laughs> diversifying our our age range. Too. It is. I love that. Hey, number thirteen. Thirteen is try intimidating recipes twice a month. Okay. I love to cook. I love it, but I don't. I find myself getting into a repeating pattern of the same five or so meals just with different variations and not that I don't enjoy them I just think it would be really fun to add in a recipe that I don't normally have and make it a challenging recipe because then it feels like you've really conquered something and then it's also really fun to just eat something new yeah I love food I'm a foodie I miss my college roommate Sarah for that because she's a little chef and baker and she would always just make the most amazing pastries and sweet treats and she'd be like Kate do you want to try this and I'm like absolutely yeah are you kidding god some days I just miss Sarah (laughs) hey Sarah Sarah just made my life a lot easier (laughs) no but I but I I can take care of myself now can I yeah you can sure Okay, number 14. 14. You know, you saw it in my eyes. I didn't know where I was going. (laughs) It was like Raven Simone. Seeing it. And that's so Raven. Yes. I I would say for my number 14 is to document everything. Mm. I think that Mm -hmm. our parents and family, they had it a lot different in the sense that there was a scrapbook for every big event, right? And and it's so nice to have those memories to look back on. And I think a lot of times, like, people would say, oh, well, don't we have social media for that? I'm like, Instagram Mm -hmm. is your freaking highlight reel. And you're not going to go through your, like, thousands of photos on your camera roll to go back and look at stuff. Eventually, you're just going to delete it, right? Exactly. And so my answer is the great app, Visco or VSCO, if you're lame and call it that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Visco is my personal scrapbook. And I invite any of you to go back and see my entire life if you'd like. But I've posted on my Visco page. It's like Instagram, but without likes and comments. Like you can like it, but no one can see it except for the person who posted it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've posted on my Visco page a photo every single week since I graduated from high school. And so that is you awesome. didn't know that. I didn't realize that was your system. Yeah, it it's been every single week, and so I can always go back and scroll and watch myself grow up. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing to do. That's also cool because you can go back and document the start of relationships when a new person enters into your life. So fun. Because I always tell people you're not my friend if you're not on my Visco. Facts. So if you're listening and you're not on my Visco at some point, we weren't friends. Sorry. <laughs> sorry if that hurts your feelings. But I'm like most and it's it's like most of the stuff are also like outtakes yeah i don't know if you've seen my visco lately i have some silly photos of i haven't t- i'll take a, i'm sure you do but it's like when you want to miss manhattan mm-hmm. like i have a picture of you just like not posed just doing something stupid Ugh, who knows who knows what i was doing <laughs> so it's like it's always the outtakes it's always moments when we didn't have our makeup on it's always the random trip to tiki check it's always the we walked in the park together or i walked aria lauren's dog mm-hmm. and she's dragging me down the sidewalk <laughs> and it's like the photo quality isn't great but i can go back and say oh my god i would have completely forgotten that day existed if mm-hmm. i didn't just take one photo and post it yeah 
I feel like sometimes people think I'm crazy when I just I'm all I always have my camera ready to go whipped out and I'll just like be walking and just take a pic of wherever I am but it is really nice to look back through your camera roll I had a trip down memory lane today when I was looking for pics to post for my dad's birthday Mm -hmm. and I had so many great little memories with him that I forgot had even happened just selfies or him doing something just really silly goofy and it was really nice. So that you was should, a really great one to share. I think you should get on Visco because you can make a collection. Mm. So like when I was younger, I would do collections a lot for trips mm-hmm. or people. So like if you wanted to like take all those fun photos of you and your dad and just put it in a collection together, then anytime you want to go back and look at it or add to it or show it to your dad, instead of you having to go back in your camera roll, it's just right there. That is really nice. Visco. It's free. I do have a bit of travel coming up so i could do that on the plane yeah holidays holidays okay 15 15 15 is adopting a carefree mindset i got this from my sister my sister is 25 so we're very close in age however she has lived a lot of life i feel like she has and she's so wise and she gave me this one and and I have noticed this is the way that she lives and I would love to do the same if something stressful is happening something has gone wrong something hasn't gone your way something sad has happened you're upset just saying to yourself it's okay it's yeah. okay it's okay like I'll tell her something that's going on in my life that's crazy or has upset me and she'll just respond it's okay it's okay It's not the end of the world. You're going to be fine. Life will go on. Do not dwell and harp on this. Yes. And that's point blank what it is. So I am going to be adopting that because I've noticed that has made her a lot happier in life. And I would like that. I think my version of that has always been if anyone can, Caitlin can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't know why I just randomly started saying that to myself in probably like freshman year of college. If anyone can, I would be like losing my mind over something. And I'm like, you know what? I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I can do this thing. Like, yeah, stupid school stuff. I'm like, I can write this paper. If anyone can do this, I freaking can do this. Right. I think once you like, it's like just taking a moment to like recognize your own worth and say, wait a minute, I'm spiraling over something that I'm fully capable of getting Mm -hmm. through. I can do it. Exactly. That's my sidebar. Also, Taylor Swift, when you're 15. I just heard 15 and you know I always have to integrate Taylor yeah well I always loved that song growing up because she says best friend named Abigail and that's me (laughs) main character energy at all times (laughs) I swear Uh, pivoting to 16 16. um number 16 is so cliche don't give Mm -hmm. up on your dreams you can always pursue a side hustle you're never too old yeah you're never too old and it also translate to translates to you're never stuck um, I think I am someone who always has like big dreams and things that I'm aspiring to. And at least my first year out of college, when I realized that capitalism existed. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I knew what capitalism was before, but when I realized the reality of capitalism and taxes and how we're reliant upon, I don't know, our government for insurance mm-hmm. so that we can live and pursue this so-called American dream um (laughs) when I had that realization I said oh 
So all the fun things that I did in college and the things that bring me joy have to go on the back burner. No, and, no, no. And it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't be thinking in that mindset. And I think just point blank, follow your dreams and still do it. Like mm-hmm. there are ways that you can still be working towards those dreams that might not seem practical. And this podcast for us is us still pursuing our dreams inside goals while also still having a full-time job. Exactly. Wow, that one was wonderful. Cliche as it may be, it is a very, very useful tip. Yeah. Wonderful thing to remember. 17 is the two-minute rule. If it can be done in two minutes, do it. Don't avoid it. It's going to come back to bite you, and then all those little things that you could have gotten done in those two minutes are going to pile up. I love that. I do that at work a lot. If I Mm -hmm. get an email and I can do it quickly, I just knock it out. Exactly. That's how it should be. I feel like... When I first started my job, all those little things I would just put onto a list and say, oh, I can do it later. And then that list piles up and that list of two minute things has turned into a list of two hour things. Yeah. Either like unless you're like super ADHD and you know that you like can't do that every Mm -hmm. time, either just do it immediately or make a list of all the little things and schedule time to just do all your little things at the beginning or end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Hey. 18 is oh yeah the great michelle obama once said Mm -hmm. you can have it all but not at all at the same time i'll say it again because i kind of butchered that you can (laughs) (laughs) you can have it all but not at the same time and i think that kind of speaks to my point i just made that you can pursue your dreams and have side hustles but understand that you can't you know, have a full-time job with all the income and also have this side hustle that basically is another full-time job and also be a a great friend and also be an amazing family member. Like you cannot do everything at once and that there is sacrifice in life Mm -hmm. um, that has to be made. And so just realizing that there's a time for every season in life that things can happen for you and just uh, not rush it, pace it out. Very wise. I think a lot of times when we have these big dreams and goals we want to accomplish, we really do think, I got to do it now while I'm young. Mm-hmm. I got to put it all into one. And uh, it's really not realistic. Yeah. It's not doable. And the outcome will probably not be what you want it to be. Nope. 20. Bake more. No, 19. 19? I'm even to your odds. 19. <laughs> bake more. I used to bake all the time ask anyone in my family there were always baked goods in my house because i was baking up a storm and it brought me so much joy i was doing it because i loved it Mm -hmm. and i love to cook i still love to bake but i never bake ever like i've probably baked three times since living in new york i've lived here for a year and a half that's silly it is prioritize the things that bring you joy do it Mm mm-hmm all right, 20. 20. This I, is 20. Yes, yes. <laughs> I Once I realized that I couldn't remember the numbers, I just was like, I'm even, she's odd. So I didn't is, pick up on that. So this is me thanks. as number 20. Um, is to just, I don't know, stop caring what people freaking think about you in a timeline in life. And I know, I understand mental health. I understand, like, it's it's so much easier just to say, I don't know, don't be stressed and anxious mm-hmm. all the time. But it... It's like you just have to relinquish that feeling of like, oh, if I'm not following a certain timeline, if I'm not doing a certain thing, then like I'm failing. Right. It's I think just for us, it's easier because we've lived in different places. And so the timeline of what successful looks like in the South is very different than a timeline of what feels successful in New York City. And 
that at least has opened up my brain to realize like okay there is no like real life timeline that is perfect and right no let me just do me and I'd rather confidently do me than like live a life where I feel like I'm just fitting into someone else's like plans and schedule and what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. one of my mentors recently posted on her Instagram story you may be the juiciest peach in the patch but not everybody's gonna like peaches and there's nothing you can do about that yeah and i said wow what a quote what a quote i didn't know where that was going i'll say it (laughs) and i didn't when i first read it but then uh when i when i got through the quote i said to myself this is actually fantastic i love it it's so and it's so true it's very true 21 is let me do something for it (laughs) 21 can you do some for me? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, stop stressing about the future because it prevents you from living in the now. Uh, so similar to what I just said. It is. Yeah. But uh, it's very straightforward. I feel like I don't need to break that down for you. It's And it's kind of going along the lines of the adopting the carefree mindset. Stop stressing about the future. Embrace your now and the life that you have now and enjoy it while you can. Because the future is going to be here before you know it. That is true. Mm-hmm. Number 22, um, Taylor Swift. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. This is um, also a quote in the great words of Mr. Nick Vial, who has a book named this. Mm -hmm. uh, Don't text your ex. Happy birthday. Yeah. And this, of course, is more geared towards relationships. But I think in in general, it's like, God, we're talking so future, past, present. Like, Mm -hmm. leave what's in the past in the past. Get some closure. Yeah. You don't have to, like, if you don't feel like you're close to somebody, you don't have to text them happy birthday. No. If you don't feel like your friendship is what it used to be, unless it's like uh, you've been friends your whole life and you just need that closure for one more conversation, I get that. But sometimes it's just, you just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Don't send that text. Don't make that call. Just It'll let be okay. things be a slow fade and have the closure that... You know, people's lives change and also you're not always going to get closure you're not and i think that that's a tough pill to swallow but it's one that that needs to be accepted as hard as it can be yeah you won't always get closure in this life hey we're bringing in the rear 23 uh Uh, this is very specific to me oh i was thinking about miley cyrus uh waitress asked me how many bottles i say 23 I'm in the club. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm on a song kick, which is normally you. I don't know why. And so with 23, this is very me focused. So if you don't get anything out of this, I'm sorry. But for me, a goal that I have for 24 is to sing for 15 minutes every day. I, when you're not exercising your voice regularly, you really do lose tips and tricks and techniques that your body needs to maintain. And I have noticed that. And I like to sing, obviously. Why would I not be exercising my voice as often as I could be and utilizing the skills that my wonderful vocal coach has given me? You know, so I'm going to start singing for 15 minutes every day. So a little warm up and then following that warm up with a fun song to sing. Not something that's in my rep book that feels like work, just something that's fun that I enjoy that I can get silly doing or feel emotional, all the above. I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it applies to anyone that has something that they work towards. Yeah. 
do a little bit every day. I mean, it's just like people who working out is a priority for them. They're like, on my off day, I do yoga or I just mm-hmm. stretch. Like, just find a way to do something every day and be consistent with it. And 15 minutes out of your 24-hour day. Easy. It's not going to hurt. You can make 15 minutes of time. Anybody can do that. Yep. And last, but certainly not least, is only you can take responsibility for the things that happen to you in your life. Wow. And this is something that has become a harsh reality for me, I'll say. Mm. I've been reading the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Enough. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to make this episode explicit, so <laughs> I'm just going to say <laughs> imply what F means. Right. I think a lot of people know that book, too. Yeah. And the first like pillar chapter is is that you have to learn to take responsibility for the things that happen in your life. Like you mm-hmm. can't, of course, like bad things happen to people, but it's how you react that makes the biggest difference. And it's just a fact of life. Some people are going to, you know, be born with more privilege or have more resources, but it's what you do with what you have that makes the difference. So you could have someone that was born into tons of wealth, but will never live a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. But if you... You even if you start with very little or nothing, and this is not me doing a whole pull yourself up from the bootstraps mentality. That's not what I'm saying, but it's it's making the best out of situations. Still feel your emotions. Still be upset. Realize that your emotions are always valid, but don't get stuck in it. You know, work through it. Figure it out. Because at the end of the day, like if you look back at your life and you're not happy with it, the only person that could have changed it is yourself. Mm-hmm. So that that's all I got to say. Very true. What a way to wrap up our 24 goals. Yeah. And then I guess quickly to pivot to our Q and C's. Yeah, we got some really good Q's and C's. So I'm going to let you take this first one. Hey, so it's a little wordy. Let's see. How do you not have an existential crisis when turning 24 if you don't have a solid friend group, career path or goals? It feels like my 20s are running out and I haven't done anything. So the first thing that I have to say on this, first of all, very great question. I think this is a very thoughtful. Thank you for being vulnerable and sending that. Yeah, really. Seriously, we appreciate it. The thing that I have to say on this point is that kind of with the timeline thing that we talked about, you have different timelines for different places that you live and the people around you that you're seeing doing all these things. Only you can determine the path of your life. And you're 24 years old. You're so young. There's so much life ahead of you. There's so much time to make friends and to advance in your career and do all the things that you wanted to do. And as difficult as it can be to sometimes hear, you're 24, you're so young. Don't worry about it. Enjoy your life. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy your young years. I think mine's a mixture of two things. Mm -hmm. One is to not be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. If you feel like your life is a failure, admit it and say, okay, yeah, I feel like my life sucks. That's better than you thinking like, oh my God, no, everything's great. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And you're not, right? Understand that like everyone's in the same boat and feeling like they don't have it figured out and they're failing. But back to my last point is like you, only you can take responsibility for what happens to you next. Mm -hmm. And if you feel as if like you don't really have a solid friend group as much as it sucks, getting out of college means that finding friends looks very different. Like you, you got to like go. It's just like when they say you can't find a husband and date someone if you don't go out there and date. Right. Yep. Like it's just what it is. It is. And so it's like if you don't know your career path, then it's like network, meet people, try your best to like, I don't know, shadow. Um, It's 
you just have to like put yourself out there and as stressful as it might be that that's you taking responsibility for your life and what Mm -hmm. happens next on the along the lines of a friend group as well I think that a lot of times in the media we see all these girl gangs and Mm -hmm. it's so much more important at this point in life to have solid people that you can rely on as opposed to a group of people I think that for me, I have so many people in my life that are so awesome, really great friends, but we're not a friend group. Yeah. You know? I'd and that's okay. That. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And goals too, like we've hit on a lot of things. Like get yourself a planner. Mm-hmm. Um, like think about what goals make sense for you. I mean, we're going into the new years and I know some people don't like New Year's resolutions, but what a great time to start fresh start January 2024 and say I am going to go after this year with everything I've got I'm going to make new friends I'm going to try to figure out some career stuff and I'm going to leave this year better than I started it Mm -hmm. exactly that was a really great question thank you so much for asking it yeah yeah okay number two why is crying on your birthday (laughs) such a shared female experience I don't know but it is isn't it yeah I think it's the emotions that we feel after having experienced a whole extra year of life and Mm. it all just kind of hits us at once that like wow I'm getting older yeah and it's an emotional thing I'd agree I think that for women it's even worse like the older you get I feel like more people I know cry on their birthday Mm -hmm. and I think it's a societal thing like the way women have been portrayed in media and like getting older, like men get older and it's like, Oh, you're older. Like you're like a silver Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Where women, it's like, Oh wow. You're not in your prime anymore. Why aren't you having babies? Why aren't you doing this? There's like a different level of pressure that mm-hmm. you don't want to get older. It's like you get out of college, you get above 25 and you just start stressing out. Like I'm behind. Right. Yeah. So I think it is like a little bit of just an emotional tie of society's told us that, at this point we should have a certain level of things figured out and maybe we just don't i think there's also a certain level of nostalgia that comes with birthdays true so when you think about it when you're younger oh yeah you have birthday parties and you're with your family and you're sitting at the dining room table and if for example my family we would always have dinner together around the dining room table which is not something that is normal for us we don't eat every meal together Mm. when when all of us are home it's more of a special occasion thing, but we would do that. And then we would all sit in the living room together and watch um, each other open presents. Yeah. And that was just such a sweet, nostalgic thing for us. And I was telling Caitlin before we started recording that last year on my 23rd birthday, I cried because for the first time I was sitting alone in my bedroom opening presents for my family. My family wasn't there. Yeah. And it's just another point of getting older. And I called them and they, I guess, like they got to see all my presents and I got to thank them. But it just, it just wasn't the same, you know? So I I think that's another point to draw in as well. But it's also exciting because as you get older, you get to create new traditions and new people come into your life that you get to spend these big milestones with. And one day you'll have your own family that you'll create these traditions with. So it's a happy and a sad thing. But this, I feel like, kind of brings us to our last Q&C. Our final one. Our final one. So, birthday non-negotiables? Birthday non-negotiables. I love this one. Yeah. Thanks, Manuela, for sending it. Yeah, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think for me, after now having two birthdays here in the city, I want to take off work. Taking <laughs> Yeah. And and to be I would pro to be fair, I probably would take off work in a normal time, but it always is right after Miss New York mm-hmm. and this year Miss New York is fourth of July weekend. Yeah. So I'll definitely be taking off mm-hmm. for my birthday. Um but it's just like really hard to like wake up and be excited and go to the office and I had like such a hard work day too Mm -hmm. this year and like my boss got me a tiramisu cake and then it ended up melting because we were so busy we didn't have time to eat it um and then just having a birthday on a Tuesday too like I got home and I cried because I was like oh all my friends needed to go to work tomorrow so no one could stay up Mm -hmm. and it was just sad yeah so I think making for me I guess it's like taking off work and making very like clear plans for myself, booking in an appointment, booking a massage, a facial, something mm-hmm. that like makes my day have some structure. So I have stuff to look forward to. Right. Yeah. This year I'm taking off for my birthday. I didn't do it last year and I regretted it. And my birthday is also on a Friday, hey. which is nice. But I already have planned out things. I want to spend the majority of my day alone because uh, I enjoy spending time alone so I've already decided little things that I want to do by myself before spending time with my friends in the evening but a non-negotiable for me is making sure I'm surrounding myself with people that I actually want to be there mm, that's a good one and not just a courtesy invite yeah that's you know? getting older yeah wow And that doesn't mean like if you haven't known someone for long, you can't invite them. No. If they're great positive energy and you enjoy being around them, the more the merrier. But if there are people that are like, well, they're friends with this person and and they're friends with this person and they're going to get upset if I don't invite so-and-so, who cares? Yeah. It's your birthday. Who cares? Stop caring what people think about you. Stop caring what people think about you and adopt a carefree mindset. Wow. I think that's a great stopping point. I think it is. This was a really fun one and I'm glad we did it. I know. Well, um, if you haven't gotten the hint yet, please wish Abby a happy birthday. (laughs) Even though I said don't text people that you don't know happy birthday. But I don't know. Shoot her a DM. Send her some love. Listen. Like like the podcast. Do the like, subscribe, and comment just for her birthday. Yeah, that that would be a good You actually can do comments on the Spotify. So if you want to leave a comment saying happy birthday to Abby, I would really appreciate that. That would be a fun little thing to see. Also, it is November, so our November um, mobile and desktop backgrounds are live on the website, so please download. Yes, and November is going to be a little bit of a different month. Yes. We are not going to be together a whole lot. I will be gone from the city for two weeks, so yes. gear up for some fun guests. I know. It's going to be a really fun um, sprint to the end of the year, mm-hmm. but anything else you want to say, birthday girl? Peace and blessings to you all. (laughs) That's all I got. Love you. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here next week. We sure will. Bye. Bye.